Pastors Larry and Tiz Huck welcome you to this weekly Torah study from New Beginnings Church in Bedford, Texas, taught by Pastor Scott Sigmund. We pray this message will help you better understand how God's Old Testament wisdom and New Testament revelation are meant to jointly fit together. Praise God. So uh, we're in number 16 this past week. Uh, Torah study number 38, uh, and here is the Torah portion about Korak. And if the catastrophe of the sins of the spies wasn't enough, this week Israel allows things to snowball. Right? That's what the devil likes to do. He likes a chain reaction. He likes to get the domino effect going in your life. Where things just keep going bad one thing after another. It's Murphy's Law, spiritually speaking. Everything that could go wrong will go wrong at the worst possible moment. But we bind and rebuke the devil. We bind and rebuke Murphy's Law. And we release the perfect will of God in Jesus' name. Uh, Israel should have done that. (laughs) Uh, Because last week it's the sin of the spies. This week it's the rebellious Korak who wanted to make himself the king. Imagine that. A man uh, wanting to elevate himself to be king. (laughs) Dictator. Tyrant. (laughs) All right. Don't say amen if I'm preaching so good. All right. So uh, Korak takes advantage of the sins of the spies, Uh, he figures, now is the time to make my move. Things are all in an uproar. Things are in chaos. So let me take advantage of it. Uh, What is that saying in politics? Never let a crisis go to waste. (laughs) This is (laughs) Korak. Never let a crisis go to waste. So he decides that he should have Aaron's job. I got passed over and that ain't fair and I want Aaron's job. That's his complaint. And so he goes around uh, in this spirit of discontent trying to sow discord amongst the brethren, division amongst the brethren, uh, not because he was right, but because he was jealous. He was full of envy and jealousy because he felt he was slighted. And so this is where lies and deception come in, right? He hatches this false plan, this malicious plan, that plays on the fragile emotions of the people. You can imagine if you're Israel and you just uh, uh, got the judgment rendered against you, you don't get to go to the promised land. You're going to die in the wilderness and you'll be there 40 years until all y'all die out and a new generation that will walk by faith and not by sight will come forward. forward and then we'll go into the promised land and so yeah they're like that that, that's mind-blowing if you're getting that judgment and so Korak he he's the great pretender ever meet somebody who's the great pretender all talk no action pretending to be filled with integrity (laughs) I'm I gotta share something with you for your own good (laughs) 
I, I'm a man of truth. I live by the truth and I walk in truth. Uh, God's word is truth and God spoke to me about what the truth is and what it means for your life. And amazingly, he's able to dupe hundreds of people. Uh, they're already angry, they're already disgruntled, and now they're going to be deceived. Not just by the spies. You thought they would have learned their lesson after the debacle of the spies coming back and stirring up all the evil report. You would have thought they would have learned their lesson. Why didn't you learn your lesson? <laughs> Amen. Everybody here learned their lessons? <laughs> yeah. Amen. You can either go to the school of education or the school of hard knocks. (laughs) I prefer the school of education. I don't want to be the last to know. I don't want to be the one that got duped, that got conned, that got tricked. Uh, Obviously, all of us have had those bad experiences. But you would think you would learn the lesson and start applying some wisdom and common sense. What happens to common sense in our society today? Amen? Uh, But uh, look, when, when bad stuff happens, people look to assign blame. And the last place they look to assign blame is in the mirror. <laughs> Amen? We always judge others by their actions, but we judge ourselves by our intentions. <laughs> and so... They're blinded. They had some huge failures. They're racking up the bad uh, stuff in their lives. They throw their support behind Korak, and everybody agrees it's Moses. He's our problem. It's Aaron. He's our problem. And uh, actually, there's a real problem. That's just an imagined problem. The real problem, maybe uh, the book of James sums it up best. If you have your Bible, go over to James chapter 3, verse 13. This is from the New Living Translation. If you are wise and understand God's ways, prove it by living an honorable life. By doing good works with humility that comes from wisdom. But if you are bitterly jealous and there is selfish ambition in your heart, don't cover up the truth with boasting and lying. For jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. Such things are earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. For where there is jealousy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder and evil of every kind. Ah, wow. And in Korak's case, this guy's got some heart issues. On the outside, Mr. Righteous. On the inside, oh, his righteousness is as filthy rags, right? Because jealousy, envy, selfish ambition in his life rises to such a level that he's willing to sacrifice a whole nation for his selfish ambitions. 
my gosh. That's just like the devil. He's devious, is the devil. He's shrewd, cunning, manipulative. And just like the devil is the father of all lies, he's going around seeking whom he can get to lie for him to accomplish all kinds of destruction, pain, and suffering. And so Korak's accusations, all a lie. And as we've heard many a time, if you repeat a lie long enough, what happens? People start to believe it, right? Everybody is saying it. Everybody's got the same talking points. Uh, But the goal is to dupe people, to deceive people, to get people to believe a lie uh, as if it were the truth. And here's the problem is that the ones being deceived never realize they're being set up. Right? The master... Have you ever watched American Greed? I love watching American Greed because it shows how a con man works. And everything, every picture he paints is just like, and he's trying to prey on people's emotions. A lot of times it's just uh, wanting to get rich quick. Uh, And people are willing to believe something. uh, But as the old saying goes, if it sounds too good to be true... It probably is. But that's the power of deception. People are made to believe uh, uh, what is false as if it were true. And sadly, in today's teaching, in uh, the book of Numbers, those who were deceived uh, were sorely deceived. And at the end of it all, what what did they stand to gain? Nothing. Cork wasn't going to share his power with them. There was no actual benefit in it for Israel to go against Moses, to go against Aaron, because in reality, what were they doing? They were going against the Lord. And that's a battle no one wins. Amen. So, only Cork would have benefited. In a simple definition, deception is misleading people. It's getting people to believe information that isn't true. It's one of the oldest strategies, and it started even before the Garden of Eden. That's where Satan deceives Eve. Actually, it all began in heaven. It was born from rebellion in the heart of Lucifer himself, even before Genesis 1. If you turn with me to Isaiah 14, in verse 12, Isaiah 14, verse 12, How you are fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. How you are cut down to the ground. You who weakened the nations. For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. 
I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Verse 15, Yet you shall be brought down to Sheol to the lowest depths of the pit. And so here we see Lucifer... In Isaiah 14, he has asserted his own will above God's will. He deified himself to be as God. Then, after his fall from heaven, he turns his attention towards you and me, towards Adam and Eve, towards you and me, where he will subtly sow, and he continues to this day, 6,000 years later, to sow his demonic, humanistic philosophy, exalting self above the Lord God Almighty. He started with Eve, and he moved on to many others, including Korak in today's story, who is another one of Satan's victims. I don't like to be a victim. I'm not going to live my life being a victim. And I'm going to do everything I can in every category of life to make sure that the devil doesn't make me a victim. In the medical realm, in the legal realm, in the knowledge realm, in all the different realms, in the financial realm, in the family realm, that's a lot of work. Because there's a lot of issues of life. And the devil is, likes nothing better than to meddle in your affairs and screw everything up so that he has stolen, he has destroyed, he has damaged and inflicted pain and suffering. Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you. In the name and by the blood, we bind every deception, we rebuke the devil, every power and principality, and we th- say thank Thank you, Lord, for opening the eyes of my understanding so I can see the truth, know the truth, know good from bad, right from wrong, and all the rest of it. If you believe that today, give the Lord a hand clap. Come on. See, what we need to understand is at the center of every human heart, there's a throne. Every person is created with a throne in their heart. And the throne is either going to be occupied by God or yourself. When God sits on the throne of your heart, then you're perfectly positioned. (laughs) Because now God is God. He's the Lord of your life. And uh, you will fulfill His good, acceptable, and perfect will. Ah, but there's a reverse, an opposite. Because in the natural state, man wants to sit on that throne. 
And Satan, Lucifer, who tried to sit on the throne and was expelled out of heaven with a third of all the angels, now they're fallen angels and they're going about seeking who they may devour. They're trying to prompt you, nudge you, do whatever they can to get you as an individual or a nation to uh, exalt themselves, deify yourself. Let's deify a man. Let's deify the government. Let's deify and make what's sacred to God uh, belong to man. Uh, Don't be touching that. Don't be playing that game. America, stop playing that game. Because when self sits on the throne, God is dethroned. And all of a sudden, a family, a marriage... Uh, a son, a daughter, a grandson, a granddaughter, a niece, a nephew, when they're deceived, uh, they're living independently from the will of God. And all bets are off at that point. Our job as believers is to intercede, God, I bind the devil in my family's life. I rebuke Satan, every power, every principality, lying spirit, shut up in the name and by the blood of Jesus. I pray for an encounter with the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. Let the spirit of repentance come. Let the angels of God guard and defend them and help them acknowledge that Jesus is Lord. You ever get fired up like that? Ever ever bother to pray like that? Ever dawn on somebody out there in Zoom land? And especially as the days draw to a close and the Antichrist and the spirit of Antichrist who is the lawless one, the the one filled with lying signs and lying wonders, he's on the rise. You better know what you believe. You better know the truth. Thy word is truth, Jesus said. So, this is why the Bible says that we need to beware of the wiles and strategies of the devil. Because he is shrewd. He's had a lot of practice, right? Uh, 2 Corinthians 11.14 says that he'll even masquerade as what? An angel of light. That's a pretty good trick. Uh, Ever seen on TV where they're going to saw somebody in half? Or make an airplane disappear? It's a trick. And no one knows how it got achieved. Everybody sits there in awe. How on earth did they do that? And now all of a sudden, in the real world, we're asking ourselves, how the heck did all of this insanity happen in one nation under God? Because Satan masquerades as an angel of light. And in the case of Korak, he opened the door to demonic influence by allowing his unrighteous ambitions to consume him. Our job as believers is to be consumed by the Word of God and the Spirit of God. Amen? Good prayer to pray. Father, consume me with Your Word. Consume me with Your Spirit. Amen? That way when you're full of the things of God, it's hard for the devil to get in. 
eventually what distorted Korach distorted everybody else. So as we were talking about last week, be careful who you hang around with. Choose your friends wisely. Remember last week we talked about uh, in business they say you are the average of your five closest friends. (laughs) So choose them wisely. (laughs) Amen. And like Satan before him, Korak is filled with pride. He's filled with self. He's filled with pride. And what's the middle letter of pride? He's got eye disease. What's the middle letter of sin? Yeah. I will, I will. Remember Isaiah 14. I will, I will, I will exalt myself above the Most High. There's a lot of talk about pride these days. Let me tell you something. Pride comes before a fall. Pride comes before a fall. And so, today we're talking about deception, Korach's deception, but just in a general way. uh, Deception isn't limited to an individual person or a family. Uh, It's... It's also uh, connected to destroying nations, as we read, Isaiah 14. Uh, Satan, with a lot of help, a lot of people that are well-funded, got billionaires supporting the cause, they are anti-Christ to the core, they, they wear the nice suits, they look real nice, they, they got a pretty good jargon, a pretty good language. I mean, they don't sound offensive, they don't sound threatening, and yet they're funding things. Even corporations today where you shop and spend money, where uh, uh, people on Wall Street are heavily invested in corporations that are funding unbiblical, immoral activity, and we don't even know it. Your pension fund is funding things. And we find out, like, uh, the obvious thing was Bud Light. You heard the Bud Light story. Target is another. But there's a list of 101 corporations that are secretly funding all kinds of insanity that goes against the Word of God. But they have a way, they have spokespeople, unless they're caught on TikTok, (laughs) unless they're caught by Project Veritas speaking uh, to the hidden camera, uh, unless that happens, boy, they just sound like they could be a nice next-door neighbor. Yeah, Ted Bundy was a nice next-door neighbor. And so all of this non-spiritual, non-biblical, anti-God, demonically inspired leadership is coming to the forefront. There ain't no closets no more. If anything, you need to get in your closet, Christian. You need to shut up and go away because we don't want any of your stuff. Oh, don't be telling me what I can't do with my God, with my Lord, with my Bible, with my Word. Amen. We need a little boldness, a little pushback. But everybody... All these people seek is power. 
Isn't that what the devil seeks? They're just seeking what the devil seeks. Power through deception. And there's that old saying, power corrupts. That's why I'm not against term limits, right? You went, you went into politics making our laws and putting judges in places of authority, making our laws, approving of behaviors and approving of uh, all these different policies and legislation. Much of it is ungodly. It's overturning hundreds and thousands of years of biblical truth. Uh, Power corrupts. Let's put term limits on people. All right, you you had your say for eight years. Now now let somebody else get in there. But once they get in there, it's like I got me a golden parachute. I ain't, I'm like Willy Wonka. I got the golden ticket. But absolute power corrupts absolutely, and. And you can see America's wanting to uh, uh, give back the power that's supposed to belong to the people. Remember the old song, for God's sake, we got to give more power to the people. What happened to all those people? All the rebellious people that were fighting against the state, the deep state, big brother in government, all of a sudden they went in and started handing out payoffs. <laughs> And all the people that should be saying, uh-uh, that now they're bought and paid for. And just a few of us left. And even in the church, pastors very, very reluctant to say anything. Pastor Larry not reluctant to say anything. You know, maybe God brought you here because He wants you to pick up on that. <laughs> right? Amen. Proverbs 14.12 says, There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Yeah? You believe that? You believe people can be deceived? And they think they're doing it uh, a good, righteous way, and yet the way of it, you're you're heading for a washed out bridge. The bridge is out! Proverbs 19.3 People ruin their lives by their own foolishness. And then they're angry at the Lord. (laughs) Did you get that? Proverbs 19.3 People ruin their lives because of their own foolishness. In the story of Korah, people should have double-checked the facts. Uh, Before I take this thing hook, line, and sinker, let's dig into this a little bit. I'm going to do some personal vetting. But people don't vet anything anymore. We don't vet who we're voting for. Right? Somebody knocks on our front door trying to sell us solar panels, and we don't vet the, the purchase operator. You mean I can get solar panels and siding too? Just sign here, Mr. Sigmund. <laughs> the Bible teaches in the last days, enemies of the gospel are going to seize control of the power centers. And they're going to work to deceive everyone. But the Bible says, especially the elect. Especially you that ought to know better. 
People's eyes aren't open. We haven't been praying. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Help me to discern. Help me to be sensitive. Help me to know good from bad, right from wrong. Help me stay on the path. Put guardrails in my life. I put guardrails in my life. In America, we're in serious danger of losing one nation under God. All right? I wonder what they want to replace it with. One nation under the state. One nation under government. One nation under people in a distant city deciding how best you should live your life. And if something happens and I say church is not essential and you can't gather together for worship, you can't gather together to honor your God because it's too dangerous. And a couple years, we just let it happen. The guy that's coming uh, to... Unite the Light on October 21st, uh, Sean Foyt. He's a praise and worship singer. I just can't wait to meet this guy. Because, you know, California is on uh, uh, insanity steroids. And, and so back during uh, COVID... No, no, we're going to the beach and we're going to have praise and worship on the beach. We're going to have big, and people would turn out by the thousands and there's Brother Sean Foyt singing and worshiping and they're praising the Lord. Now all the news that's coming out is all the misinformation. All of the things that were being questioned all of a sudden are back in play. Study that out. Jesus, Daniel, Paul, Peter all prophesied that at the very end of the age, society as a whole would be deceived on a massive scale. This is the very first sign when the apostles, disciples came to Jesus. What will be the signs of your coming? The very first sign that Jesus gave is in Matthew 24, 4. Take heed that no man deceives you. Deception at the core of everything. I did this study a couple years ago. I've only taught it uh, once or twice, but uh, I was just thinking I would share this again uh, about what the prophet Daniel spoke about the end times. He says in Daniel 12, 4, that, uh, uh, and this is the angel of the Lord speaking to him, but you, Daniel... Keep these words secret and seal up the book until the time of the end. The angel had given Dan, all these end time, antichrist, all the things that are going to happen uh, in the book of Daniel. And the angel said they're going to be sealed up until the end of time. And then he says many will rush here and there as knowledge increases. As knowledge increases. And so one of the signs of the last uh, days is that knowledge will increase. Uh, The word increase means to multiply greatly. Some experts teach that it took human knowledge 1,500 years from the time of Christ for knowledge to double. 1,500 years for knowledge to double from the time of Jesus, 1,500 years later. By the 1900s, knowledge was doubling every 100 years. 
Now it's said to be doubling every year and even faster. Now we hear about AI, artificial intelligence, and uh, all the good things that it can do, but there's a downside, and AI will be part of the end-time deception because people will type in, let's chat with uh, AI and see what AI has to say, and AI will tell them misinformation. They already have one lady who is talking about uh, uh, religion. I forget exactly how she asked about it, but uh, AI scolded her for believing the Bible. Now here's why uh, I really brought this up in Daniel 12.4, knowledge will increase. Uh, it, it always uh, intrigued me. What does that mean? Uh, so I just did a simple word search in my Strong's Concordance. And uh, many of the words that are in the Bible have root words. Meaning that there's a, a, a main word and then it's a compound of two other words. And uh, in looking at uh, the word knowledge specifically here, the root word means cunning and ignorant knowledge. In the last days, cunning and ignorant knowledge will increase. This tells us that in the last days, society, our media, teachers... What happened to reading, writing, and arithmetic? Why are you turning the public school system into an indoctrination factory based on sex? Can we learn something other than something about sex? Why are you sexualizing our kids and don't even feel ashamed? Science. Follow the science. Politicians, and on and on, the list goes on. As Sonny and Cher uh, said, the beat goes on. They're going to promote cunning and ignorant knowledge to conceal the truth. Huh, let's see, what would be another word that could describe it? How about fake news? Daniel's prophesying about fake news. Misinformation. That they're claiming just the opposite of what's true. And many are going to be deceived and it's going to lead to the great falling away. Now I'm fortunate now to have uh, uh, volume one and volume two of Sparkling Gems by Rick Renner. Thank you very much. And uh, I just uh, pulled those books out and looked up in the index, Deception, and read all of his teaching uh, about deception. And uh, he, he says that the biblical word deceived describes a spirit of delusion. It's a word that means to lead astray or wander off the course. This is just what Pastor Larry's been saying. Stay on the path! <laughs> it depicts either an individual who wanders off the course 
or it describes a nation or nations that morally veer away from the standards that used to define them. Sounds like America. Yeah. Who gets to vote on this stuff? Who's deciding all of these rapid changes that are taking place? People are just doing it. And corporations and media and big tech and the rest are just all joining in, deciding, well, we're going to change all of this. But the people didn't have a say-so. You're just pushing it down our throats. This is the spirit of the Antichrist who is behind all of this intense effort to lead the world into mass deception. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, Paul warns that the world will become so ensnared that they'll be controlled by a strong delusion. And it's going to build in intensity Like the birth pangs that we are all aware of in the last days. There will be, uh, 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 sorrows will increase. Birth pangs will increase. It'll be like there's something wanting to give birth. And the, the, the contractions, the pangs just keep getting more intense and more and faster and quicker. And all of a sudden we're, we're comparing that to what's going on in society. How knowledge is increasing. It's doubling, doubling, doubling faster than ever. The changes in our society are happening faster than ever. And Jesus is warning us, do not let man deceive you. Don't become beguiled. Don't be bewitched. Don't be seduced into believing lies instead of the truth. How do you study uh, what's counterfeit and what's real? Study the real thing. In the banks, they uh, supposedly they just work with actual real money. They don't work with $3 bills. <laughs> the counterfeit bills. Nowadays, it's a little bit more tricky than that. But you look around the world today and you see deception at work. Uh, in a culture where moral standards are shifting... You almost believe, are we at a tipping point? Are we ready to lose our whole nation and all the moral righteous foundations it's been built on? Is all that going to slip away and then what happens next? My gosh. And it's even happening within the church. Pastor had mentioned this. I've heard it with my own ears. I've went and watched the YouTube videos just to verify. Are pastors really saying, shut up and mind your own business? Don't be telling people what the Bible says. Don't be telling people what your religious values and beliefs are. Shut up and mind your own business. Heard it with my own ears. Paul taught Timothy in 2 Timothy 4. Verse 3, a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. Talking about church folk. They will follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. 
They're going to reject the truth and chase after myths. 2 Timothy 4, 3 and 4. That's for real. The Holy Spirit is inspiring Paul and Timothy to share with us today that at the end times, an increasing number of people in the Christian community will not endure sound and wholesome teaching. I don't want to hear about the Bible as it relates to LBGTQRST. The words healthy, wholesome teaching or doctrine means it produces a healthy state of being and refers to the original teachings and tenets of the faith. Uh, Not sifted through 2,000 years of Roman theology or pagan theology. What what are the origins of our faith? That's why... uh, the, the single worst page in all the Bible is the one that separates the Old Testament from the New Testament. Yeah. Here's my grandson. Hey, i got to protect this little buddy. There's people that have a, a bad purposes planned for his life. He was wearing Nani's shoes this morning. And all of a sudden, all, you get him around the wrong people, and they'll take that as a sign. He needs to change his gender, and we better do that without Scott and Lydia knowing. And I, Sasha, we don't want them to know. They have no right to know. And then I heard the President of the United States at a big pride event right there uh, last week saying, They're not your kids, they're our kids. Go look it up. Don't be deceived. Wake up. Open your eyes. They're making a move. The Scripture goes on. It says uh, that they're going to chase after their own lusts and heap to themselves teachers having an itching ear. The word lust describes carnal desires. Carnal desires. This verse could be translated according to Pastor Renner. After their own desires shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. It's describing a person who wants to hear something new as compared to what is already known and heard. You can't have all the donuts. We have to learn to share. They're going to turn their ears away from the truth and turn to fables. The turning away is the rejection of absolute biblical truth. Absolute, there's no absolute biblical standards. Come on, Scott. Wake up. You're in the year 2023. There are no absolute biblical standards. How are you able to make such a moral judgment? What if my morals are right? Well, what are your morals based on? 
oh, it's based on uh, indoctrination uh, writings from LBGTQ. Oh, is that a fact? We're supposed to conform to God's Word and God's will. Kind of heavy, huh? No one, I got one amen. <laughs> Everybody else is like, can't we just have band-aids and happy juice today, Pastor? <laughs> I just want donuts and sugar. Today is broccoli day. <laughs> Eat your vegetables. But how are we going to guard ourselves from being deceived? Ever heard of the Word of God? <laughs> ever, ever decide to make the Word of God the supreme authority? There's a pastor in Atlanta who's decided we're going to start a marijuana farm. And we're going to teach all the brethren in the church how to grow marijuana because they, uh, marijuana's fine and marijuana is a cash crop and, and they need more cash. So there's another church. Why is it? What's happening in Georgia? There's another church in Georgia, Dr. Martin Luther King's home church, where they've built a Planned Parenthood center on the property. Haven't you ever heard of Margaret Sanger? What were her goals? I never did the research. See, this is how, this is how deception happens. Nobody does the research. I'm too busy. Look, if i got to miss a meal to do the research, I'll miss a meal, right? If i got to suspend my Amazon Prime account for a couple days, okay, i got some research to do. There's some recon required. So I'm not the one swept away. Oh, come on and help me here. we we got a Bible to read. we got some sermons to hear. We got some podcasts that we need to be listening to. There's some articles we need to read. Amen? And let me just say this, we need to read the right articles. Yeah? How do I know? Well, uh, for one thing, don't start your study with fringe people. Does anybody ever heard of this guy? I have people call me, have you ever heard of this guy? No. That doesn't mean he's not a good guy. But you better find out who he's hanging around with. Uh, I know that in uh, Brother Copeland's camp, they started a big movement. The, is it called Centerpoint? And uh, they had all these different, and then they had a big uh, clash. All the guys on, because one guy kept hanging out with all these fringe people that were doing all these false prophecies. And he said, look, either, either we shape this up or I'm out. And they decided not to shape it up, so he left. Yeah, you didn't know that? Yeah, it's important to know these things. Because Daniel said in the last days, cunning and ignorant knowledge will increase. Fake news, misinformation will be on the loose. And the only way that we can guard and protect ourselves is to be so good at understanding the real thing that anything counterfeit that comes through, we can recognize it instantly. 
Amen? Hey, newsflash, there's people like Korok still alive today. There's a Korok in every generation who has personal, hidden agendas and motives. They're trying to get somewhere, and, and they're coming to you to uh, back their play, and at the end of it all, you're going to get nothing but some heartache, some pain. And Why did I fall for that guy? Oh, help me now. This extends into the voting booth. We can blindly vote for candidates whose views oppose the Word of God. And now we got people even in our own church arguing in their minds while the pastor's preaching against moral issues because they have a political view more than a biblical view. Do you still love me? (laughs) In the end, their plan isn't to make your life better. Their plan is to gain more power. And they're willing to use you and dupe you and get you to, well, I'm with them. I've got numbers. See, they're with me. No, I ain't with you at all. If your word doesn't line up with God's word. Amen? So, look, all of this doesn't come up to scare us, but rather to prepare us so that you don't become Satan's next victim. Amen? He's using demonically inspired tactics, and as we uh, commented earlier, he's using them as if he's an angel of light. He's pretty good at what he does. But the Spirit of truth that is in you will expose all of that. And if you're not sure about stuff, ask. What does the Word of God say about this, that, or the other thing? And now you're in a kind of no man's land. Am I going to believe the Word of God and follow what the Word of God says? Or am I going to follow what I feel is best? Uh, okay. I got one right, I got a hmm, I got a little murmur. All right. Lydia and I will uh, be a sounding board for you. Okay? And there's a lot of other people here. A lot of you are sounding boards. You're good, godly, righteous men and women that know the Word of God. You know the truth. You study to show yourself approved. And uh, you're not going to give out misinformation, fake news. And if you follow that uh, advice, you're going to be okay. Amen? You're going to guard yourself against deception. So let's, let's just close in prayer right now. Hallelujah. Father, we bless You and love You. And in Your name we take authority over every spirit of deception, over any spiritual blindness, over any strife, division, confusion, and chaos. In the name and by the blood of Jesus, we bind every force of darkness, every power and principality assigned against me and my family and against our nation. We pull down every stronghold. Hallelujah. Uh, All the the pride, the sin, uh, the carelessness, the recklessness that's leading people 
people astray. We pull those strongholds down. And Father, we release the angels of God, the Spirit of God upon our families, our loved ones, our friends, Lord, to help their eyes to be open to the truth. Open the eyes of our understanding. Hallelujah. Give us a spirit of discernment, a spirit of wisdom, a spirit of revelation, knowledge for our lives right now in the name of Jesus. Counsel us, strengthen us, lead and guide us and empower us by Your Word. Hallelujah. So that we walk by faith and not by sight and we will walk in all truth in Jesus' name. Amen this morning and amen. Give the Lord a praise.